Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast, a high vibe space where we talk about all things spirituality, manifestation, raising our vibrations and walking away from the manifestation block that is alcohol. Whether you're newly sober, sober curious or you've been sober for a long time, this is the place for you if you want to learn more about spirituality, manifestation and how letting go of alcohol can make you so much more powerful at manifesting. It's time to stop drinking, start living, raise our vibrations and step into our manifestation power. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast. How are you? How is dry January going for you? Although I hate calling it dry January because I don't think there's anything dry about dry January. I mean, that word is so uninspiring, dry. Um, I call it magical January. Um, But when you are alcohol free all the time, then every month is magical. But how is it going for you? If, If you are having a go at a sober stint now over January or you have committed to an alcohol-free lifestyle, how are you doing? Because we've got just over a week left of dry January and if you're anything like I used to be, you might have already stumbled, you might have already gone back to your old drinking patterns or maybe you've just had the odd hiccup and you've picked yourself up and carried on. Either way, it's okay, you have given it a go uh, and every sober day that you have under your belt still counts for something and I just want you to keep going. It is quite common now that once we get past the second week of January that with all New Year's resolutions, most people by now, if they're going to um, fall at the first hurdle, if you like, will have, will have, will have done so. I know that I was not gonna have any chocolate over January and I've already had some chocolate <laughs> but I think uh to week two of January is when we start to reevaluate where we might have been being a little bit hard on ourselves and where we um where we really are still resolute so I'm still resolute with exercise I love exercise I absolutely see the benefit in exercise I don't see it as a deprivation I see it as just something that I 100% believe in and I've upped my exercise goals this January and I have kept going with them so it is all about how you see these things so please do get in contact with me let me know how dry january has been going for you share your wins i'd love to give you a shout out on the podcast if you get in contact do tell me your name and what you'd like me to say and i'd be very happy to give you a shout out um but yeah also let me know if you're having any struggles this week we have been in sober and soulful so week two of sober and soulful we have been unpicking limiting beliefs around alcohol and we've actually been applying these to the neuroscience the neurochemistry that is going on in our brain when we drink alcohol i'm very much about joining the dots between everything joining the dots between spirituality um, psychology uh, neurochemistry uh, biology absolutely everything um nothing is separate everything is one and everything is linked and connected and yeah we've been unpicking some limiting beliefs and seeing how actually the way that alcohol interferes with our brain actually creates a false reality creates 
um, a canvas, if you like, for a lot of limiting beliefs around alcohol to form. And when we start to see how it's happened, it becomes easier and easier to unpick them. Um, we've been, um, I've set my, my participants off to collect some data using the uh, knowledge that they've got this week to help them prove to themselves even more than ever before that all of their limiting limiting benefits, limiting beliefs around alcohol, their perceived benefits are actually just nothing but pure brainwashing. I've been using our understanding of the reticular activating system um, and how it filters our reality um, to also apply to this. So yeah, it's going so well. I've already seen uh, participants in the course have some real breakthroughs. It's so exciting. Um, Yeah, really, really just such a pleasure to guide people through this. If you would like to get your spot secured um, for the next round of Sober and Soulful, which starts on the 3rd of April, if you'd like to get your spot secured for it now, get in contact with me because you'll get it at the earlier early bird rate and you can also pay me in instalments on the lead up to the 3rd of April so that it sort of doesn't really feel like you've had to really pay for it. I love doing things bit by bit and then you don't notice it so much. Um, If you want to really let go of any FOMO around alcohol at all, and not only that, if you're ready to up-level your manifestation power um, and start to really step up your ability to manifest, having stepped into your power, having let go of alcohol, then this is the course for you. It really brings together uh, psychology, neuroscience, um, energetics, spirituality, manifestation theory, all of it to to really give you a, a platform for which to launch from in your alcohol-free life. So get in contact with me. If in the meantime, or if as well, you would like to join the Alcohol Free Vibes Heal and Up Level Your Life Facebook group, that is completely free of charge, um, please just click the link in the show notes. <clears throat> or if you um if you want to send me an email it's thrive at coaching by uk. annika is spelled a double n e k a or you can send me a dm and ask to join the group and i would love to have you as a member of the group similarly if you would like to send in any questions at all for me to answer on the podcast just send me an email or a dm um, and lastly, before we get on with this week's episode, if you would like to get your hands on a free copy of the Alcohol Free Vibes Journal, which is $8.99 on Amazon, if you'd like a free copy of this, then all you need to do is share this podcast on your social media and tag me, and then I will be in contact with you and I will get your address and post you your free copy. I will even pay the postage for you. Um, so yeah, get sharing people and get winning um, one of those five free copies of the Alcohol-Free Vibes Journal. So this week, I am not interviewing anyone. I am talking to you directly about where we are with Dry January. So if you have been successful so far in Dry January, if it's going quite well for you, you might have even done Dry January before. You might do it every year might be something that you always do, but then you find that you quite quickly go back to the same habits that you did before you started it. Or you might notice you have like a a week or two of, um, you know, drinking less than you did before, um, but then those old habits creep back in again. 
believe me, I've definitely been there. Um, I can remember it feeling such a relief that I'd like made it through the 30 days, proving to myself, oh, I don't have a problem. Oh, look, I've just had 30 days of alcohol. I'm clearly absolutely fine. And that relief just made me jump back on the alcohol train with even more gusto and enthusiasm um, than before because I didn't feel quite so um, guilty slash worried slash ashamed about my drinking. Um, But you do just jump back on the merry-go-round when you do that. And it's not because there's anything wrong with you it's just because of the way our brains work and the way alcohol interacts with our brains so we can't actually undo neural pathways if we have had a relationship with alcohol where we have felt not that not that in control um we felt that we're drinking far too much um and we've just got into certain patterns with it those pathways are always going to be there. Um, we don't delete neural pathways. We just overwrite them with quote unquote better pathways. Um, and we just need to repeat those pathways until they get thicker and stronger. So even when we have overwritten those pathways with new alcohol-free habits, which we might feel really, really securing because those pathways have got nice and thick, as soon as we start drinking again, all of our old neural pathways basically light up just like a Christmas tree and we find just like a flick of a switch, we are back to how we were behaving before. And actually, this can be quite dangerous because if we've had 30 days or or longer um, of not drinking alcohol at all, um, our uh, tolerance to alcohol goes back down. So our liver stops making all the right enzymes that are ready to like fire uh, to to deal with the alcohol. Um, Our body's tolerance levels just go down. So if we've had a long period of time of not drinking and then we all of a sudden just smash back all the same alcohol that we were before our body is not able to cope with it in the same way that it was uh, and it can be potentially very dangerous so that is worth remembering if you are coming to the end of dry january and you do want to go back to drinking i do urge you to be very mindful and very careful about not hammering it really quickly Um, because your body just won't be able to cope with it in the same way. So it might sound like a bit of a harsh reality when I say that the, the best and the clearest path is to abstain, but let me reassure you that, I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast will know that I genuinely, passionately believe that alcohol free life is nothing but pure magic. Anything that you have within you that tells you that you are going to be in lack or you're going to be depriving yourself by not drinking is nothing but pure brainwashing and this is this is what we've been looking at in sober and soulful this week this is what I also help my one-to-one clients with when we when we get rid of that matrix brainwashing we see that we've just been robbed and conned the whole time we were drinking because alcohol-free life is absolutely magical and when we allow ourselves to see the truth, we can step into it and we're, we're finally free. So, I mean, there's so many studies that have been done um, around people who've stopped drinking and not many people get sober and regret it because being sober, being alcohol free is amazing. 
Um, there was a sober, Be Sober UK survey in 2020, and they actually reported that 77.6% of people quitting alcohol experienced an improvement in their mental health. And 68.2% of people noticed that the quality of their relationships improved. There are actually loads more statistics on that survey, but I'm not going to just sit and read them all to you. If you head over to my blog, um, I have written a a blog post on this and there's a a link there where you can get uh, access to the survey and you can see, uh, you can see all the other stats. But yeah, people don't moan about sobriety. You may have noticed this in the sober space, but people are generally doing cartwheels about the fact that they're sober because it is absolutely amazing. And again, if you want more proof of that, just listen to the last two weeks podcast guests. Listen to Maya talk about how magical parenting is. Listen to Kate Taylor talk about her first year alcohol-free and the unexpected wonderful things that have happened to her since she stopped drinking and the reason of this for all of this is because alcohol is just such a big manifestation block it is such a huge block and shaman jirek calls it a matrix trick because it does it keeps us small it keeps us out of our power um, and it stops us from manifesting now if you're listening to this thinking but i know people who drink who manifest Well, of course, um, we all manifest. We're all manifesting all the time. That's what being alive is. Um, And some people do manifest some nice things while they're still drinking alcohol. But what I would say is we manifest despite the fact that we're drinking, not because we're drinking. And anyone who's manifesting a lot whilst drinking alcohol, I promise you, if they stopped drinking it um, and they applied the abundance approach then they would manifest even more. They would step even more into their power and be even more amazed by how powerful they are. And I know this from my own experience um, of giving up drinking. And and I have to correct myself for saying giving up because there's absolutely nothing to give up. But I I know um, just how quickly you can go from feeling stuck, low, um, in lack... Um, and to suddenly going from naught to a hundred um, and just manifesting all sorts of wonderful things when you stop drinking, you stop poisoning yourself, basically. So as you approach your 30-day crossroads now, um, I don't want to overwhelm you because at the end of the day, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything anyone tells you to do. Um, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I love being sober because... I feel genuinely free now. I feel free from a trap that society told me I had to stay in, um, that big alcohol tried to keep me in, that that Hollywood tried to tell me was was okay. Um, I feel like the biggest rebel for going, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm all about feeling free and I want you to feel free too. And this is why I say you 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 get to do whatever you want and you get to take this journey in whatever direction you want to and at your own pace so I don't want to overwhelm you and say you need to commit now forever but I would encourage you at this point if you're just about to come up to 30 days for dry January I challenge you to turn this into 90 days okay and the reason is because if you're 30 days into your alcohol-free journey then you literally have not got all the amazing benefits yet so you're probably feeling 
so much better. You're probably feeling um, like you're sleeping better, although you might not be yet, depending on how much you were drinking before. Um, you'll be feeling lots of benefits. You'll be feeling healthier. Um, you'll be feeling clearer headed. But I promise you, if you keep going to 90 days, you will notice even more benefits. You'll notice you're feeling even happier, even more joyful, even more able to mindfully connect into the present moment, even more able to um, connect in with other people properly and really be present um, when they're talking to you. Um, and the list literally goes on. And again, if you want some more inspiration, listen to Kate Taylor's episode because there's just so many things that she lists there. Um, and I want to segue now and sort of segue this or expand this into talking about manifestation generally, because really anyone listening to this podcast, you either have manifested an alcohol-free lifestyle or you are looking to manifest an alcohol-free lifestyle. And we're all in this space. We love manifestation. It is, you know, the real focus around our conversations here. And if we talk about manifestation more generally, what do we do when we've manifested what we want? And this is obviously linked to getting to the end of dry January, because you might get to the end of your 30 days and say, okay, I manifested what I set out to manifest, which was 30 days sober. What now? And we can do this with anything that we manifest, right? Oh, I've manifested my dream relationship or my house or the job that I wanted or X amount of money. Oh, what now? And it's really important that we talk about this because this is where we can make the difference between continuing to up level and make our lives more and more and more amazing or self-sabotage. And really, when I was just talking about don't give up on dry January at the end of dry January, turn it into 90 days, what I'm urging you to do is not to self-sabotage, not to fall into the trap of self-sabotage where we find ourselves going around this cycle of making things better, sabotaging them, making things better, sabotaging them, because that is the cycle of being stuck. So for me, a lot of this comes down to our nervous system and the way that our nervous system works. So when we are going through an up level, believe it or not, it's actually really dysregulating. So even when you're manifesting stuff that you really, really want, our subconscious mind does not like change. It really doesn't. Our subconscious mind likes the familiar, um, even if the familiar is really not very nice. Even if, the familiar, even if the familiar is dating people who treat you like rubbish, um, not earning very much, um, not having any boundaries, etc. And when we push past the familiar, we stay in our worth, we start to demand more, we put our boundaries out, we say, no, I won't be accepting this anymore. I'm not accepting this behavior. I'm not accepting this pay, um, I'm going to up level, I'm going to, I'm going to get a new job. I mean, just for example, getting a new job. So it might be a manifestation to get a really big pay rise uh, and a promotion. Now, that manifestation comes through, uh, amazing, you're so happy about that, but it's also hugely dysregulating because all of a sudden you've got a promotion with loads of new stuff to learn, loads of new expectations, 
a whole load of new limiting beliefs that you need to pick apart and work through. You might have imposter syndrome pop up. Can I actually do this? Oh no, what if I can't, etc, etc. And that's a really good example, actually, that one to, to use as uh, our focus here, because we can do one of two things now. We can go, ah, oh, that's okay. It's totally normal um, to feel dysregulated when I'm up leveling. I, I was expecting that I get that uh, growth can be quite uncomfortable. I'm going to just trust that this is all happening for me um, and I'm going to move through it with compassion and I'm going to keep my regulating my nervous system. I'm going to use all of my spiritual tools to help me. I'm going to use my mindset tools and I know that in a few weeks or months I'm going to get to a new level of normal where this new job's going to feel normal and I will have regulated myself everything will feel familiar I'll be used to how to do things and I'll have settled in and I know I'll be fine so once we've gone through that very dysregulating up leveling process and this is the same for all change right so you know you meet the love of your life actually meeting the love of your life is very very stressful at the start because there's lots of feelings involved you don't really know if you're back going going for what's the what's the phrase your backwards are going forward. It's all up in the air. Like, ooh, what's going on? That's really stressful. Like all up-leveling is stressful. But once you've gone through the up-leveling process and you've reached your new level of normal, our nervous system is regulated. And this is when we can really start to talk ourselves out of success. Because all of a sudden, because we feel completely regulated and we feel completely normal, we can start to convince ourselves, oh, well, I haven't really changed that much. Well, not really that much has changed. Like, well, things aren't really that different, are they? And it feels like that. It feels like you haven't necessarily, quote unquote, manifested much because you feel normal again. Um, and that normal feeling is just a familiar feeling. So it's important to notice that when you feel quote unquote normal, it just means that you feel regulated. Um, and this is why it's so important to journal and to track your progress and to check in with yourself and say, hang on a minute, how much have I actually manifested in the past few months? Where was I um, two months ago? Where am I now? And sometimes when we sit down and we actually ask ourselves that, we can go, oh my God, I've... I'm in such a different place now. Like I would never have believed two months ago that I would have these things or I'd be doing these things. And they just feel so normal to me now. So first of all, as I say, we need to check in, recognize, celebrate um, so that we, we don't just disregard what we have manifested. And we also need to be wary of self-sabotaging so we can self-sabotage while we're while we're going through the up-leveling process and or when we have regulated because when we've regulated if we haven't really recognized um and we don't really value what we've managed to manifest we're not going to give that thing the attention the, the love the time the care to keep it growing and keep it nurtured so for example let's say you've manifested a relationship and you haven't really um, grounded yourself in gratitude for what you've manifested, um, you know, are you going to give it the time and the attention that you really should? And I want to link that in as well to the process while we're up-leveling, we're feeling dysregulated because everything feels unfamiliar. 
Again, we can be scared of the unfamiliar, even when it is absolutely what we want and it's absolutely going to bring us happiness. And we also need to think about when we when we feel like this, we've got to go back to our self-worth. Because if we don't think we're worthy of something, we are likely to, to sabotage it. If we're used to being in relationships where we get treated really badly and then we meet somebody who treats us really well, if we're not checking in with ourselves and doing the work, we're more likely to to sabotage than the good relationship. Uh, and we'll tell ourselves, oh, it's just too much. It's too, too nice. That's oh, weird. But actually, it's because on a deeper level, it just doesn't feel familiar to us to be treated so well. And we don't know what to do in that situation. So we just sabotage it. If we link this back to being alcohol-free, how familiar does it feel to you to be a drinker? I would guess that many people, um, and I was this person until I, I went down my sober curious path, have spent most of their adult slash including teenage life being drinkers. Um, and, you know, in, in the UK, gosh, it's so... It's, it's endemic that everyone drinks all the time. We're, we're absolutely saturated with this drinking culture. So being alcohol-free might not feel familiar to you. Being alcohol-free for longer than 30 days might feel really, really unfamiliar and strange. It doesn't necessarily mean it's what, not what you want. It doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to make you incredibly happy. It's just that it's like a brave new world that you've not been in before. So for this reason, I really, really um, suggest that you get inspired and you get involved in as many sober communities as possible because the more you dive into these, you network, you make friends with people. By the way, it's very easy to make friends in these kinds of, like proper friends in, in the online alcohol-free community. The more you do this, um, the, the more and more familiar and safe and comforting and wonderful the alcohol-free space and your alcohol-free existence will feel to you. Um, Tribe is just such a massive, massive, massive game changer when it comes to sticking to your alcohol-free goals. And uh, my guest next week will be talking more about that. Um, something else that I would really uh, recommend that you do is keep up with your sober journaling record where you started, record where you've got to, check in with yourself, but also keep playing it backwards. So we talk a lot in the sober space, don't we, about playing it forwards. Oh, you know, if I was to drink tonight, what would it, what would happen? What, what would the night end like? Do I really want it to be like that? Do I want to wake up feeling like that tomorrow morning? In the same way, when we're alcohol-free, play it backwards. I love doing this. If you've had a really, really crap day, it's so helpful to go, oh, I wonder if, what it would have been like if I was still drinking. And then you think, oh my goodness, it would have been oh so much worse if I was still drinking. Oh no, I couldn't be coping with this at all if I was still drinking alcohol. Or if you have a nice evening out, you go on a nice date, or you have something go really well at work, play it backwards, rewind. What would it have been like if I'd still been drinking alcohol? Oh, I probably wouldn't have even gone for that promotion. Or, oh gosh, that presentation wouldn't have gone as well. I would have been far too hungover. I'd have been drinking the night before because I'd have been nervous. And then I would have been stood there with a massive headache, etc. And actually, the more and more we play it backwards, the more we are solidifying in our subconscious mind 
that we have made the right choice, that everything is better now that we are alcohol free. Uh, and this goes back to like that feeling of being normal. When being alcohol free feels normal, yes, that's great because it means we've kind of stabilized a bit in our sobriety, but we don't want to take it for granted. I mean, taking anything for granted is just stupid. That's like being given a present that you don't even open. If you really want to enjoy the present, you need to sit down, open it, get excited about it, etc. Rip the wrapping paper off, have the excitement of seeing the present being opened. And if we're not playing it backwards and feeling grateful for just how much better everything is all the time when we're alcohol free, then we are ignoring the gift that we've given ourselves. So on that note, guys, I want you to um, enjoy the gift of sobriety this week. Enjoy the gift of alcohol-free living that you've given yourself, whether it's just for the next few days to the end of Jan, whether it's for longer, um, wherever you are in your journey, just enjoy the gift. And as always, if you would like to book in for some one-to-one coaching with me, or you'd like to get your spot secured for the next round of Sober and Soulful, then please just get in contact with me. Send me a DM to my Instagram at coachingbyannika, or you can send me an email, thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk. Annika is spelled A-N-N-E-K-A. Thank you very much, guys. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening to me today. If you would like to have the chance of winning a free one-to-one coaching session with me, then I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review. All you need to do is take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk and I would love to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me further and you'd like to download my free guide, then please go to my website and you can do that and you'll be added to my mail list. Or if you would just like to book in a free discovery call with me, then you can do so via my email address or through my website. All of these links will be in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful, magical sober week and I will see you this time next week.